Good morning. My name is Greg O'Donnell. I'm the host of CRE Mentor Hero. Today I'm going to speak with you about negotiating a sublease, negotiating a termination, and negotiating a profit for your client through this process. The scenario I'm going to paint for you is one whereby you have a client who has engaged you to assist them to market their space for a sublease with a view to finding a replacement tenant so that they are not responsible for the commitment on the lease any longer. The challenge here is the term of the lease is close to five years in length. The tenant has spent money on their leasehold improvements and they want to sublease the space at a profit to recover the cost of those leasehold improvements. Most of us know that most leases do not allow a tenant to profit. Now, that's the case because landlords say, look, I'm in the business of making money and I don't want my clients in the same business as me. I also don't want my clients competing against me. And if there's money to be made, I want to have the right to one, terminate this lease, take the space back and release it at that higher rent or I'll go back to market because the market's changed. And most leases have that type of a clause in them. Now, what happens then, of course, if the space comes back to the landlord is that the tenant does no longer have a chance to earn a profit or recover some of their capital costs. What you need to do is negotiate or at least present to the landlord your plan. And your plan is to bring a higher rent a higher contract rent than what the existing tenant, your client, is paying today in order to have the landlord provide your client with a check on a net present value basis. That check will be a portion of those leasehold improvements, all or an amortized portion, unamortized portion. Your incoming tenant, as we'll call them, are going to take over the lease in its entirety. The landlord will get an uptick or a gain from what the contract rent is, and your client will get a check for the leasehold improvements that they put some capital into. Now, all of this is extremely difficult to do. However, we have some motivating factors here. One, you're able to drive a higher rent and the landlord didn't have to go out and do anything. They didn't have to pay a commission to get that higher rent. They may have obtained a better covenant than what your client has, meaning less risk to them. So it's a risk-adjusted, better deal all around. The client, meaning the company that is subleasing their space, has a benefit because they have got some capital. The incoming tenant has the benefit of the space being fully built out, the money was spent previously. They may be paying more than the contract rent, but the market's improved anyhow, or the contract rent didn't not include the leaseholds, so the real rent is actually higher. End result here is, if you can structure it properly with motivating factors and motivated parties, you might be able to put together a deal. What you need to do, though, is set this up from the beginning with the landlord so they're aware of what it is you're trying to do and you're not catching them flat-footed. You need to be able to work 
your relationship or relationships with the tenant and the landlord. So, or the, call it the, your client tenant who is now the sub landlord and the landlord to try to put this type of deal together. So subleases require you to think and to be creative and to also communicate well with the landlord so you can bring them on side to accomplish what your client wants by delivering them a better result. And if you can't do the better result, you're unlikely to achieve things. So it requires you to understand the market with which in you operate. My name is Greg O'Donnell. I'm the host of CRE Mentor Hero. We bring you one big tip, big idea, each and every day.